Someone who's going to the base, like he's saying, we said this is talking about Gedolim. Right? This is not Ketanim, this is not just passing water, this is Gedolim. If he's behind the fence, he can go to the bathroom right away. But if he's in an open meadow, he has a distance of that people walking by shouldn't see him undressed. Right, this is not on the gate, right? But it's saying when it's up against the wall, you don't have to worry about people seeing you. The further away you have to. Not really on the gate today, Baruch Hashem, we have bathrooms. Sifts test. Lo yeshe b'meheira u'bechazek. Lo yenais l'tchagatz. My person shouldn't when he goes to the base kiza. He shouldn't sit down very quickly, and he um, and forcefully. And he shouldn't force himself. Basically, they believe that if a person, and it's true today even medically, that if a person doesn't have to go to the bathroom and you know is constantly forcing himself to go, you ruin your system. And back then, they, they believed that a damage certain gland. Today, we have a little bit more advanced medicine that we know more of exactly what it does. But basically, it's it's not healthy. And it's very interesting that Machaber feels necessary that these things which are healthy, we think are health issues. Why does he have to bring Allahu? That he felt necessary to tell people. If the person goes gedolim, he shouldn't wipe himself with his right hand. So if cotton you zayin, why shouldn't you wipe yourself with your right hand? Said because we tie the tefillin on our left hand. Right, so you tie it on the left hand. But what do you tie it with? You tie it with your right hand. Right, you put it on your left arm, but you're tying it with your right hand. So the hand that ties the film shouldn't be the same hand that wipes itself from the base. Like the Gemara, the Gemara brings other reasons why not to. So those reasons in the Gemara are because number one, because generally, if you're righty, which hand do you put up to your mouth when you're eating? Your right hand, right? And uh, when you point in the same material, if you're right, you're showing someone where you're going to point with your right hand. So that same hand shouldn't be the same hand that wipes itself. Now this is hard. We're saying you should use your left hand to wipe yourself, but try not to use your middle finger, because that's the finger that you wrap the straps and fill around. So with your left hand without your middle finger. Because of Achreinim, the Eater Yat, someone who's a lefty, Shakal and Yon of Ice of Ismail, does everything with his left hand. Mekaneach Bismail, he should wipe himself with his, with his left hand the day of his, I mean his weaker hand, Shahu Yimin Kaladin, that's the right of everybody else. Why? Because since he's putting his tool in, a lefty puts his tool on his right hand, so he's tying his tool in with his left hand, so he shouldn't use his left hand, he should use his right hand. In case of Bismarl, he writes with his left hand, Sharmais of Isa Bimin, Ila Hapak, I'm Birhalacha. It's not a Sunday gay for right here, but he talks about this is one of the places where the Birhalacha talks about I'm closing the door. Which where where which where you put your filling and what's considered righty, what's considered lefty, to go by a hammer, to go by a writing. People have detectors, have these shilas, so the Birhalacha gives a different over here goes through the different ways to judge if a person's a righty or a lefty. But basically whatever you whichever arm you put your tefillin on, that's the hand that you should be wiping yourself with, not the other hand, not the hand that ties the tefillin. So the Mishra Baruch explains. Sifir Aleph. A person shouldn't wipe himself with earthenware. Back then they were chayshit fekishif, with different witchcraft, and therefore they uh, shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't wipe yourself with such things. 
even if it's smooth, even if it's not going to rip your flesh. If it's not smooth, it has sharp edges on it. If you're going to wipe yourself and push the rock in and sharp, you could, ruin, you, could, you could damage yourself, and therefore you shouldn't do such a thing. Grass and, and leaves. Because something, because we all know dried leaves burns very easily, right? That's because forest fires and it's very dried out. They believe that it damaged, it would do damage. Anything that was easily flammable back then, they thought that would be damaging to you if you wiped with that. Now it's very interesting. Today we, we, we consider paper the best thing to wipe yourself with and the smoothest, and the it's, paper is quite flammable. But we'll hear it today. Like I said, you don't have to worry. I don't think we hold you shouldn't wipe the paper because it's flammable. You shouldn't use the same rock that your friend used. Maybe suddenly they talk tiniest. Basically, like we know today, even, right? If you both people would share the same thing, it's going to pass around germs. We don't want that, right? So the Mishabura says, but if you use the other side of that rock that the person didn't use, then it's motor. It goes by the same thing. As long as you have to make sure they understood back then already about not passing on germs. Our bathrooms are not in the field. In those days when it was in the field, and they had to worry about Kishif, they had to worry about things that fire is shailed on it. So basically, says that the, the only time you had a problem with fire would would, would would ruin the intestines, according to the Ramah, was Dafka because of Kishif. Because it's witchcraft, like in shade and these types of things, that you only cheshed when you're in the field and you're on your own. But when you're in a basic kisei where people are around, but I cheshed with these things, he says, therefore, we're reading the Ramah's songs, he says, you're able to use things that, 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 that were flammable because we wouldn't want cheshed for witchcraft anymore. Surely today, according to Rama, there will be no problem with using any type of toilet paper. Right, Mishmur just explains. Ainam basadev leichshichek kshafim lachayim mutbacharis. Right, v'davkim uchalak. Right, but okay. And then he says, but the Mishmur says, if Karan chaval v'davish ha'er efshe davkelin yishad varim avlinin asav miveishim kam lagoyish lachim. He says, could be even according to Rama, these dried grass, these dried leaves, you shouldn't use. For a different reason, because it could scratch a person, and a person shouldn't use something that could scratch him. Then he brings A person goes out of the bathroom. This is a good thing today too. This person makes sure that it's clean. Maybe his friend will come suddenly, meaning he'll sit down without looking. or night when you couldn't see and it's not right to the next person if you leave it unclean. Common courtesy. So common courtesy, right? But we'd say to be common courtesy. And basically, you, you see that the mechaber the Ramah felt it necessary. The Maisa to tell us, you know what, person shouldn't say, you know, because the Maisa we have an Indian of ain mechabdin beitik botik kisais. Like certain places, we say there's no rules of COVID. But the person's driving on the road, it says ain mechabdin bedrachim. Every time you see someone who's older than you, let them give them the right of way. I would ruin the whole flow of traffic. You know, I'm such a thing. You know, Eimachad and Rachim. So too, it says we saw Eimachad and Bebetik Kisai. Right? Only when Eimachad comes to the basic Kisai, and that's what the priests did. We're in the base of Merchats. 
So you might say that, you know, she's like, no, the you know, your friend's going to use it, you know, you have to, have to make sure to leave it to common courtesy, like I said, you leave it the way you found it. So if you're there's no difference if you're going to the bathroom at night, or you're going during the daytime, the same rules of Tznius apply. What does he mean to say? You shouldn't reveal yourself more than you were during the daytime. Don't reveal yourself until you're sitting. In front of the burnish shalom, like we saw in Simon Aleph. Night and light, no difference. But when those other halachas that he said, like you have to go further away if you're not near a wall and you're in an open meadow, because people are going to see, he says, that at night you don't have to be worried for. Because the things that were strictly because of Cheshit, people are going to see you, that you don't have to worry about. But the things that are a question of, uh, of Tzins, you know, the British Islam, of how much you un- unclothe yourself, that if others the same. He says, Remain Sham Adam, if there's no person there, Lachay Sham at night, Mephana Berchayv, you can even do it on the street. Rakshi is Arshla Yemakim, he looks Menadam. You can do it on the street, but you have to make sure it's a street that nobody's going to be walking out at this hour. And more than that, Kadesh Lay Tant from Menadam Ayodin. Same thing we have today, signs that say, curb your dog. As we were saying the same thing back then, if you're going to go to the bathroom on the street, make sure you're not doing even if there's no people there tonight, at night, and therefore. Because of that, it might be permitted, but you have to make sure you don't leave a mess behind when others come by in the morning. If people are going to come by, even a guy, you're not allowed to go to the base at night on the street. If anyone's going to come by, even if it's a guy. Because all Ponis is all talking about Gedalim. Avalahash and to urinate the best water. Muta feel by Yom if they rabbim. As we spoke about yesterday, in those days it was commonplace to urinate in public. If you need to shein lay makom, you have no other place. Avada even back then, if you could go to the side, you should. But if not, you know, I feel both neishem, shem dikas akantem yam meratzmi. Because we'll see this later. This akant of holding yourself in. Neisha woman lay samet lahashtin. A woman shouldn't hold herself in from from passing water. I feel naked. Panav shaltinik, shem dikas chatzifusa. I will start with shein mashtenes mamish neg panav vleslombal. Right, a woman shouldn't stand to. To be mashed in front of anybody, in front of a tinnik, except let's start him, that, that's, that's permitted. You should have to be more careful, because obviously we said the uh, war gets revealed. Sif Gimel. Sif Yud Gimel, sorry. Lo Yashtin Umad, person shouldn't pass water standing. We'll get to this, don't get nervous. Because in those days, if you went on, on something hard on the ground, what would happen? It would spritz back up, Al Raglov, on your legs. He says, unless you're standing on a tall place where you're not worried about it spritzing back up and hitting your legs. Or you pass the water, it will take off into soft earth. Like plowed ground. The, the Perush explains, it's not the Ramot, the Perush explains. Because then also it's not going to spritz back up. The soft ground will absorb it. Now, what are we worried about? Why, don't, why are we so worried that it might hit your legs? So, those days, one of the signs that a person couldn't have children was that they were somewhat incontinent, that they, they, they couldn't go to the basic Kisa and push out a full flow, it would just drip. So if people will notice that there's any urine on your legs, they would assume that you drip and that therefore you're incontinent. And they know that they're going to say, Therefore, when they walk around and you see this is how your children belong, say, Those can't be your children. We all know that 
you're, you, you can't conceive children. Right? You drip, you can't conceive children. Therefore, it's very important to make sure that it doesn't give such an appearance. If not sitting on a high place, if you don't have any of these you can't sit down. He gives other eights of holding up to him. He gives other eights. Like today, Baruch Hashem, we don't have this problem. Usually, it doesn't spit back up. You don't have to worry about it. Person has to be careful not to hold on to his aver when he's passing water. If not from the atara, from the, from the place where the makom amir was folded over, right, and further downwards. Because by holding the uh, person holding his aver, it warms up the aver, and it's causing Unless he's married, because then we're not worried that he has that urge and it's going to allow himself to be mighty zeril vatala to pass it for nothing. Umidus Chasidus, these are a few little says Chasidus, which is a beautiful thing if you can, and even if you're married, not to hold over there. So, in even if it's a hard aver, mutter me at from that Torah and downwards is mutter. By touching the gid, you're going to come with a chimum to warm it up and hear him thoughts. The avil is that, and it's going to come to be mighty zera vatala. The chamer avin azad. It's a very strict avin of the mighty zera vatala, as it says in Evan Ezer, which we're not going to go into now. Why is a married person different? A person who has the ability to do it with his wife, less that he's going to seek out other ways of doing it. And therefore, the Mishnah says, important to know. She's a nida, meaning his wife's a nida time, or he's on the derech and he's not home, then it's taka us. I mean, this is a term that a married person has, he doesn't have if his wife's a nida or he's not home. Because the point is that if it's not available to him, then that he might want to do it. If it's available to him, he'll do it better. Why do it better? We're not worried. Um, don't think that I'm now because we say when you're going to the bathroom you can hold it the devil you can always touch over there even a married person shouldn't touch over there when you're going to the basic he's saying you need it to make sure it works right so there's a hat if you're married but if not if the person should stay away from touching over there um, a married person a mid, the, the Mishmur is going on where it said that a midas chasidus is for a married person to be makbed on it he says if you're in a place where you worry that it's not going to fall properly a married person doesn't have to worry about it says, if you don't have to so better don't and it's praiseworthy but if you have to make sure like we said before that it shouldn't spritz on you or something like that so a married person doesn't have to worry about it Sift has vav. I feel Misha any no, so even somebody's not married, If he holds on to the baits and he holds on to the testicles over there and you raise it that way to make sure it doesn't schmitz back, that even someone who's not married, over there we're not worried about warming up the aver, and therefore over there it's mutter even if you're not married. Yeah. He gives another eight of people who aren't married. It's to hold the value matless over. You take a thick shmata and you have that in between. So, because skin, your body warms it up. What a tissue. So he says not. He says, but using your undershirt is usher. 
and I'm just, and right, and he said only matlas oval, which is thick. So I'm assuming with regular thin tissues, anything as thin as your undershirt, you know, your chalak is an undershirt, it's not, but it should be something thicker, you know, a coat, you know, or a thick rag. says, even those are mafakfik, whether to use this thick thing, because we don't know what's considered thick. So, I mean, today, if you know that something's thick enough, that obviously nothing's going to happen today, so it should be mutter. But he said that those are mafakfik, because we don't know exactly what thick is, but definitely a typical shirt thickness of material is not good enough. If tezayin loy hutel anasui leches ba'ame el lahashim, we only allowed a married person to hold on to the ama when he needs to hold on to it to pass water. Avale schache loy, but he shouldn't rub it. Which means just you know you might you know different things you might try to help to go to the basic kisei, but you still have to be careful not to rub it because we all know that rubbing it that's that zikha going to cause it to to be mighty could cause it zikha to be mighty zara. Levatala very easily. Sif Yudzayin, Hamash and a cover of someone who holds himself back in. I even mentioned Baltishaktu. Is over this of Baltishaktu? There's a lot of the Torah not to do things that are disgusting and holding oneself in is that is certain. We all know that every kid in elementary school knows about this. When the Rebbe says they can't go to the bathroom, it's Baltishaktu. All of a sudden, all of a sudden they have to go. So let's see the mission of Rura a little bit. If a person holds himself in that a person could also by holding himself in they believe back then could cause a person not to be able to have children and you're not allowed to do that to yourself either someone who holds himself back in just from passing gas that you're allowed to hold in if you're going to go to the bathroom in an oifin that's not covered up bris because you say I have to go right now so in front of five people you can go to the bathroom have an isr right no it's not covered up bris and that goes two ways sometimes if you're going to be in a meeting whatever with somebody and it's not covered up bris to walk out also he's saying it's not the covered up bris you can give examples. You can find a makom tznius to go to the bathroom. Not doing a public. Like I said, ukai gavner. Now you zara ma'ayr lekanech hetiv ki tzayim makayma b'mashihu. That a person should make sure when he goes to the bathroom to wipe himself properly. He should be perfectly clean. It's best to wash yourself at the bottom with water or something. In fact, it came out in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, they sold it in America for a while, but I know it came out in Eretz Yisrael. It's called basic Yisrael. There's a fancy name for it. I don't know. They have it in Europe. I know it was a common for a while in Eretz Yisrael that with water it washes your bottom so it should be perfectly clean. Now, as far as holding yourself in, I'll just speak out that uh, what happens, you know, very often, if we think about it, you know, we'll feel that we need to go. Then someone starts talking to you, and you know, an hour later, you still didn't go. So definitely, ketanim, if you can hold yourself in the mill, or if when you're not thinking about it, you don't feel you have to go, that's not called needing to go. And even with, with Gedalim, according to most, just because you feel that if you could go to the bathroom, you could make something come out, doesn't necessarily mean you're holding yourself in. Holding yourself means that you need to go, and that's where it's about the shocks. When you need to go, and you're holding yourself back from going. And we'll see when we get to Hilchas a little bit more about it, because they will talk about where, when you're not allowed to dive in, when you have to stop Shemun Esri in the middle, those type of halachas, more about Rikas over there. And this, this completes tonight and tomorrow night's Amit.